0: I'm Mary Tillotson.
1: And I'm Steve Ember with the VOA Special English Program, People in America. Today, we tell about advice writer Ann Landers.
0: Many newspapers in the United States have writers who give advice. Some are experts about issues like gardening, food, health, or money. People will write to the expert about a problem, and he or she will try to solve it. There are also advice writers who deal with the more personal issues in life. They answer questions about all kinds of things—love, children, mental health problems, morals— This was the kind of advice column that Esther Lederer wrote. She wrote it under the name of Ann Landers.
1: Ms. Lederer did not study to become a newspaper writer. In fact, she did not finish her university studies at Morningside College in Sioux City, Iowa. She was born in Sioux City on July 4, 1918. Her parents named her Esther Pauline Friedman. Esther's younger sister was born a few minutes later. She was given the same two first names in opposite order, Pauline Esther. The twins, Epi and Popo, as they were called, had two older sisters. Their father, Abraham Friedman, had come to the United States from Russia. He sold chickens when he first arrived. Soon he became a successful businessman who owned movie theaters in several states. Eppie said she owed a lot to her parents and her childhood in the Middle West. She says both provided her with morals and values that helped her a lot in life.
0: Eppie Friedman was in college when she met Jules Lederer. She left school to marry him in 1939. Mr. Lederer was a businessman. He helped establish a car service called Budget Rent-A-Car. It became very successful. Mr. and Mrs. Lederer had their first and only child, Margot, in 1940. For years, Eppie Letterer was happy to stay home and raise her child while her husband's business grew. They lived in Wisconsin at first. Mrs. Letterer became politically active in the Democratic Party there. In 1955, the Letterers moved to Chicago, Illinois. That same year, the Chicago Sun-Times newspaper held a competition among its employees. The paper wanted to find a replacement for its advice columnist who wrote under the name Ann Landers. Epi Letterer heard about the competition from a friend at the paper and decided to enter. She was one of 30 people who sought the job. The competition was simple. Competitors were given several letters from people requesting help on different issues. The person who wrote the answers the newspaper officials liked best would win the job.
1: Mrs. Letterer used the help of powerful friends to decide the best advice. For example, one letter writer asked about a tree that dropped nuts on her property. The tree grew on land owned by someone else. The letter writer wanted to know what she could do with the nuts. Epi-Letterer decided that this was really a legal question, so she sought help from a friend who knew about the law. That friend just happened to be a judge on the United States Supreme Court. Another letter was about a Roman Catholic Church issue. So, Epi Lederer talked to the president of a famous Catholic university, Notre Dame. The Chicago Sun-Times reportedly called Mrs. Lederer a few days after the competition ended. When she answered the telephone, a newspaper official said, "'Good morning, Ann Landers.'"
0: The new Anne Landers discovered the job was not easy. She reportedly was deeply affected by many of the sad letters she received from troubled people. Mrs. Letterer later said that one Sun-Times editor helped her harden herself to those stories. He said she must separate herself from her readers and their problems. She said she would not have been successful in her work if it were not for that advice. Anne Lander's popularity grew quickly. She immediately established herself as different from advice writers of the past. She became known for her easy writing style and her often funny answers. She related to her readers as if they were old friends. She seemed to say exactly what she thought, even when doing so might hurt the feelings of those seeking help. Most people considered Ann Lander's advice to be good common sense. For example, early in her work, a young person wrote to ask Ann Lander's opinion of sexual activity among teenagers. She explained her objection to such activity by saying, A lemon squeezed too many times is considered garbage.
1: As Ann Landers gained fame, so did many of her words. People began to repeat some of her short, pointed sentences. One of the most famous of these was when she told readers to Wake up and smell the coffee. She would use this comment when advice seekers seemed to be denying situations that made them unhappy or uncomfortable. Another well-known Ann Landers saying was 40 lashes with a wet noodle. She would say this if she believed someone had done something mean, dishonest, or just stupid. Ann Landers did not protect herself from such criticism, however— she often published letters from readers who argued against advice she had given. When she agreed with their criticism, she sometimes ordered the 40 lashes for herself. Ann Landers took a lot of risks in her column. She spoke out about many issues that some people considered offensive or socially unacceptable. She discussed homosexuality, Alcoholism, Drug Dependency, and Mistreatment of Children by Parents, to list a few.
0: Ann Landers also spoke out on political issues. She expressed her strong opposition to American involvement in the conflict in Vietnam. She was a major supporter of gun control and the right of a woman to choose to end a pregnancy. She also supported using animals in medical research. These opinions made her an enemy of several groups, including the National Rifle Association, abortion opponents, and animal protection organizations. But their pressure did not appear to worry Ann Landers. In fact, she once said she felt proud that these groups hated her. Her political activism was sometimes powerful. She expressed her support of legislation for cancer research in her column in 1971. President Richard Nixon received hundreds of thousands of copies of the column from Ann Lander's readers. He soon signed the $100 million National Cancer Act. In
1: 1975, Epi Lederer's life changed. Her husband, Jules, told her he was involved with another woman. That relationship had been going on for several years. Mr. and Mrs. Lederer separated. This experience affected Anne Lander's advice about seriously troubled marriages. She had always advised couples to stay together to avoid hurting their children. After her separation from her husband, she wrote a column about her decision to end her marriage. She received tens of thousands of letters from her readers offering their support and sympathy. Ann Landers continued to suggest that a husband and wife in a troubled marriage seek counseling but she was now more willing to consider that a marriage might be beyond repair.
0: Letterer's sister, Popo, also became an advice columnist. Her column was called Dear Abby. Like Anne Landers, Dear Abby was published in thousands of newspapers. Some reports say the competition between the two advice columns led to a dispute between the twin sisters. They reportedly did not speak for five years. Epi Letterer's daughter, Margot Howard, is an advice columnist as well. But neither her daughter or her sister won the kind of fame and following that Ann Landers did. Her column appeared in the Chicago Tribune and about 1,200 other newspapers around the world. Her advice reached tens of millions of people every day. That was her goal. She said having many readers was more important to her than winning a famous prize.
1: In January 2002, doctors discovered that epi Lederer had multiple myeloma. It is a very serious form of cancer of the bone marrow. Her death came just six months later, on June 22nd. She was 83. epi Lederer owned the rights to the Ann Lander's name and did not want it to be used after she died. So, millions of people around the world have received their last words of advice from Ann Landers.
0: This VOA Special English program was written and produced by Katie Weaver. Our studio engineer was Keith Holmes. I'm Mary Tillotson.
1: And I'm Steve Ember. Join us again next week for another People in America program on The Voice of America.